Hello, everyone. Welcome to this month's episode of the Blue Post Podcast. Now, we had a great idea for a topic. We were going to sit down and discuss streaming services. So we sat down, we recorded, we high-fived each other afterward. Parts of the story might be made up. And then, not even a week later, Disney announced their own streaming service. So needless to say, we don't discuss that one because then, well, we'd be profits and I'd have a winning lottery ticket. But even without Disney, there was still plenty for us to talk about. So sit back and enjoy our discussion on streaming services. We're recording this before Star Trek Discovery comes out, but CBS, as part of their CBS All Access streaming service, has made Discovery exclusive to it. I already have Hulu. I already have Netflix. Are there too many streaming services out there? Like, what is ever, how does everyone feel about the plethora of options when you to, when you're looking at like the Hulus, the Netflix, the HBO Nows, the HBO Goes, the Crunchyrolls, all the options we have now? Yes. <laughs> that was the joke that yeah. I made earlier. Yes, yes. there are yes. too many streaming services. Yeah. And thank you for watching the Blue Post podcast. Yeah. Right, that's the end. <laughs> I think it's yes and no. It depends to me if you're paying for it, right? How many mm-hmm. streaming services are you paying for? Something like Crunchyroll, it is technically free, and then you're paying to get the newer episodes. And then if you wait a week, they're just free anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not as bad to me or something like Hulu where, you know... It used to be free. It used to be free. Like, I think ABC and a couple of the other networks, you can watch the content for free and then it eventually gets taken off. Or you can watch them for free a week after they air, something like that. Yeah, where, there's like where you windows where you don't, release. Yeah, where you don't need to pay for them unless you want that instant access. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of pick and choose. I think that's okay. The problem for me comes in the fact, things like Community, right? Seasons one through three are on Netflix or on Hulu. And then seasons like four and five are on Netflix. Or that's like what's bothering me. I'm watching Steven Universe and it's like one through three on Hulu, four and five on Amazon. I'm like, Stuff like what? that bothers like, me. Where me it's too. Like, I want to watch my one, like this is the one show I want to watch. I don't want to pay for two streaming services. Or you get yeah. the run into the issue because I was watching Legend of Korra. Seasons one through I think three were free on Amazon Prime another streaming service but like you'd have to pay for like the fourth season or something like that Korra at this point is like three years old it's old enough that it's like why would you only have the one season excluded they from the group for it. yeah it's it's a huge money scheme that they're pulling now right because it's like people are on the internet so much people don't want to pay for cable anymore well, so they go into this now where you're going to pay for all these different services to watch a million different things a couple of years ago the big like hot thing was like we're gonna cut we're gonna cut the cord, right? Yeah. Now it's becoming more expensive to cut the cord. Yeah, I was because of the amount of streaming services you have to pay for. Yeah, I was on the phone with my dad, and I was kind of doing like the math of like my cable bill. After you factor in like the internet and then HBO Now and Hulu and Netflix and all that stuff, it's like, oh wow, if if I was just alone paying for all that stuff, that would be like I think it was like a ninety dollar bill. Isn't that content better than getting cable or dish or something like that? Think about the amount of things that you are likely to watch on Netflix alone. Versus the amount of things that you're likely to watch across all of the television Oh yeah, like I don't have a problem having paid for Netflix or Hulu because that covers most of the content I want to watch. And if there's anything that they don't cover, if I care enough, I usually just buy it on iTunes. And it's right. still in the long run. If you go out for the years out, like be like instead of just saying this is how much I paid in a month, but compared how much I'd pay for cable, internet, or cable, TV, and internet, I'm I know I'm out ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's like with CBS's thing, it's they have only one show I'm interested in. Why am I going to pay? Like, give them That's five bucks a month? Like, I'm only going to watch. Well, maybe Westworld because I haven't watched that yet. But like Game of Thrones, like 
I was not about to pay for it, so usually we watch it with you. We don't want to pay another $10 on top of our cable bill. And to be fair, like, that's what I got HBO for to begin with was well, mainly uh, Silicon Valley and, and, and Game of Thrones. Yeah. And Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, like, what it made me do was start exploring what else is on there. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I fell in love with Ballers, and I ended up watching Westworld, and, like, it and made good me explore. Right. I, I love watching Last Week Tonight. Like, I bet they have numbers where there's a drop-off after oh, yeah. every time Game of Thrones ends. But then you have people like me where it's like... I did that. Yeah, I know you did that, but, like, <laughs> people like me, it's like, I found that there was just enough there to where I was like, eh, it's not worth getting rid of my subscription. Right. Sure, Game of Thrones was pushed back, but, I mean, having Silicon Valley and then leading that into Game of Thrones and then after that having Westworld leading into that and like having those shows lined up yeah. but they're not stacked on top of each other anymore. Yeah, HBO has been really good with their programming it, because a lot of HBO's initial business model was movies. It was never right. the original programming. It's just original programming evolved out of all the money they made from the movie side of it whereas now HBO is becoming more and more into originals mm-hmm. and that's yeah and that's same with Netflix because Netflix realizes and this is where I think we're running into the issue of where all these streaming services are starting. All the traditional content makers and the networks are realizing if we're giving our back catalog to Netflix, what do we have that other people are going to want? And I think that's I think that's part of the problem CBS has is I look at their catalog and I'm like, there's no shows that I've ever really been interested in that I can't either get somewhere else. Or that I'm interested in enough to be like, yes, I'm willing to add another five, six bucks a month see, onto my... The thing that, that I'm concerned about is that we've already started to see prices come on where they didn't used to be or go up from what they used to be because there's competition now. Because it used to only be Netflix. So it was like $7. You could rent DVDs. Then they added streaming. Still $7. Then they're like, well, now we're going to make like 10 Now we're going to make like 12 who is like, no, we're going to make it $10 now. Because this is a huge market, these prices are starting to go up. And, like, if you're doing all, like, you know, six of them or whatever, that's going to start adding up really quick. Yeah. And you might as well just get cable and, like, record stuff and at that part point. of it is the reason why the prices went up and the reason why Netflix split everything off was literally because... Hollywood was caught completely off guard by how popular streaming was going to become and how popular, how quickly it became mm-hmm. popular mm-hmm. and quickly has become one of the primary means of, of people watching television. And they're like, we want more money. So that meant Netflix had less money to work with in order to kind of keep things going. They had to like split off stuff. I get it from their business side of things why Netflix did what it did, but it seems like every network now on some level, you hear rumblings of, oh, Viacom is working on their package and oh this other group is working on their package it seems like all these companies are like trying to figure out their own service so they can keep all their own content which means that we're basically going to be going back to channels and as much as everyone's like oh what we really want for a cable package is something like you build it yourself I want to pick what channels I get but all these networks typically are owned by one company typically owns a bunch and that one company isn't going to spin off their best version without making you buy all the other shit to go with right, it. Like, right? Isn't Netflix and Hulu actually under like the same umbrella company? No. Or no? Uh, Netflix is its own thing. Okay. Hulu is owned by Universal. Uh, it's basically split between NBC Universal, Disney through ABC, and Fox. The only major network that is not a part of Hulu is CBS. And that's, you can look at it as almost like foresight, like CBS and Less Movies going, hey, it's not worth us putting our content on here 
when it's going to be more beneficial for us down the road to release our own service. For me as a consumer, the problem I have with that is I want to consume some of your content. Please stop putting up barriers, even financial ones that make it less, make me less inclined to follow through, especially for something that was like broadcast. Why would I, why would I pay to stream a broadcast channel where I can literally plug in rabbit ears and get it for free? So here's the thing that I was trying to get to earlier is that, when we're discussing, are there too many streaming services, implying that we would prefer to have less, one, two, that covered a bunch of things. But the advantage of having multiple streaming services is that you get to have specialized services. You get to have these things right. that have their own channel, so to speak. They have their own ethos that yeah, makes them separate from other things. Like, and if it was all just one streaming service under you know, Netflix slash Hulu slash Amazon Prime, whatever, <laughs> then I, I don't think... You, like, you would be buried in content. You wouldn't be able to find the things you wanted because it's so overgeneralized. It's like it's like Pandora. You know, you like a, a song on Pandora and you end up having that trickle into your other channels and stuff because it's trying to build a profile around you. And if you had all of these streaming services in one place, it's going to start to build a profile around you, and you're not going to be able to expand in ways that you would if you have multiple services. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. Again, I, I have no problem with the variety of them. I think it's just the variety of what they're charging for. That's me too. I don't and mind that there's a lot of them. I just can't afford all of them. Yeah, especially and, and we so pay for our it's, cable. It's causing stuff where it's like if I go back to like the regular cable model and let the TV dictate what I'm watching. Yeah. Or like the time at which I have to watch something. Oh, I'd hate that. Yeah. So then much. you go like the big idea of streaming is that it's video on demand, right? Like you can watch it whenever you want. That's the big draw of it. It's interesting how we're go- we're taking streaming and going back to the traditional TV and cable model. And what I mean is this year, Twitter streamed uh, the NFL Thursday night football games, mm-hmm. right? On, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on, it's not on demand. It's just live video. You can just go ahead and watch the game. Twitch. For like the last couple of years, they did the Bob Ross special where they ran all of Bob Ross's. Yeah. Oh, I totally watched they the did, one they did with Mystery Science right. Theater. They did Mr. Science Theater. They did uh, Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, they did Power Rangers, the entire 800 episodes of when when that when the before the movie came out for a week. It's interesting how we're sort of going back to that. I know there's been times where I've been wanting to like watch something on Netflix and I'm like, I'm not sure what I want to watch. I almost want there to be like, uh, you know me very well, Netflix. Right. You've been, I've been watching you for years. Just pick something. Pick something. Like an autoplay feature. Right. But and, like, they have that. They have a recommended for you section. But, but not, then I have to literally I click that, it. I want, I want you to just, I want a button that's just random. Just yeah. click the first recommended for you. That's the same thing. I'm, I, it's that's same, the, I'm you know feeling many... lucky of Netflix. <laughs> like, just do it. But a lot of times I've noticed that like, the recommended for you are sometimes things I've already seen. For discovery purposes, there's so much content, like with your theme, where mm. there's just almost kind of too much on Netflix now. To discover stuff, I kind of want it to be like, well, Logan, you'll like science fiction. Here's a science fiction movie you haven't seen yet, or as far as we know, you haven't seen yet, and just start playing. I guess I'm confused because they have that. Yeah, but it, they have, it just doesn't start it playing. It doesn't start playing yeah. for you. It doesn't choose it for you. It gives you the option. I know, but yeah, it'll be like, oh, like, you, you like can go me. down and you can be like, science oh, you fiction like, movies that are also comedies. Like, oh, you like Rogue One? Here's things like Rogue One that you'd probably yeah. like. I want, I want just like, not a, not a category of like, you've watched Rogue One. Here's more stuff like Rogue One. Yeah. And like, you've watched this. Like, I just want all of that into one thing. Yeah, just like one thing, and it just randomly picks. Like, so you don't even care what you're watching at that point, then. So what's the well, point of having a streaming service? Why not discover- just have TV? 
because the streaming service will only be shit I like. Not necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily, That's, right? That, that thing builds... too is, I can skip on the streaming service. I can't skip on television. You can change the channel. But it, it's like the whole Mystery Science Theater thing. That was really fun yeah. when Twitch has done stuff like that because it was just like, oh, I, I need to watch something. Just load up that and just right. start and like that's what I've kind of. So you're looking for visual white noise. Well, I'm always looking for visual white noise. Same here. I mean, and that's sort of like why I stopped watching all streaming services. Unless I'm specifically wanting to watch a show, the white noise has turned to Twitch and turned to like other kind of live streaming services. Where so I'm just like, my favorite thing to do cool. is like if I'm working, I love having white noise. But like I put on movies and things that I've seen a million times because that way I know I'm not paying attention to it. Right. I can just listen or sing along if it's got songs or whatever. And like I just listen to movies and worked. It was fantastic. I just think that Netflix and Hulu and these kind of video on demand services because there is different kinds. Of streaming, right? We've got right. video on demand, and then we also have like live streaming, right? And then you know a couple of other variations in between. If you're using Netflix as a video on demand service, the whole point is that it's on demand. Right. That seems like what you're wanting is a different service, right? It's halfway in between video on demand and live streaming, where well, you think- can make a custom Logan profile that just knows everything you like, and it'll just pick something and have it be on and you can flick it on and it's I don't something think you like. Netflix has it but I know Hulu has said they're working on something like that where you could kind of just be like right. it's kind of Conquer already Discovery. doing that I, I noticed I was watching Steven Universe yesterday and when an episode got over it queued up Dexter's lab and I was like that's cool. I actually would watch that. Like, they just right. would have started automatically. That actually happened stopped. before you came over. You're like, why is this movie on the screen? And it was yeah. literally, well, my sister had been over. She watched a movie. And then it just played, it just, and that played the next one. And you're like, wait, weren't we just watching another movie? And it's like, well, yeah. I think that's one of the things I like about, like, and hate about watching on Hulu is the autoplay thing. Netflix does it I think, too. I think we've all done this, too, of, like, either on YouTube or something. You're watching a video you fall asleep or like you're watching a movie you fall asleep and you wake up to something completely different and you're, you're like, like yeah you don't this? know how you got there yeah. and you're trying to figure out like the points of connection of like where did this movie connect to this movie how did I get to here if I have Lord of the Rings on and I'm working on something and I'm like I'm tired and I just like I'm, I'm sitting on the couch or whatever and I fall asleep oh yeah and then but- I wake up and I get to like Ghostbusters I'm like how did I get from Star Wars like, like Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings I mean, yeah. so when I watch Netflix I kind of get trapped because I only watch certain things on Netflix <laughs> I watch bad monster movies yeah. and I watch like, science fiction stuff and for a while they had a lot of really good animated superhero stuff which I watched so we recently went to Newport Beach and we stayed in this place that had a smart TV and it had like Netflix built into it with their account yeah and I got to browse through their recommended stuff, Just their account. Point, right? Because it was interesting because other people were staying there. So everyone, it had like this weird influx of all the stuff that wasn't me. And so I got to discover things that I had no idea were on Netflix. Yeah. Because it was someone else's new, brand new profile. Yeah. You know? And so I just like wrote them all down, the things that I wanted to add to my list and added them later. Maybe there needs to be a vary it up a little bit button. You, you know? made a good point yeah. like, when you said like Pandora. I feel like Netflix kind of does this thing where it's like once you say that you like one song or one movie, it suddenly only puts all the things up that section and that's yeah. all you see forever. Okay. Refining that like recommendation process yeah. would be nice. Is there like a way to like delete your cookies on Netflix? So it just like starts over again? I bet you could probably just create a new profile and delete the old one. No, but I want to keep my wish list. I'm sh- there's got to be like some way to do it, but I know like content discovery on Netflix has been like a sore issue for a lot of people. Like I'm like you, I'm like I'm tired of going through like the Netflix recommended for me and seeing the same movie pop up in like yeah. multiple sections that was in the recommended for me. And it's, in some cases, a lot of it is like there's a reason I haven't play. But back to the like the thing we started with again, it just comes down to what they're charging and, for, me, and yeah. for what. A hundred percent is the money for me. Like CISO, like everybody's like watch Harmon Quest. Watch. I'm like I'm not gonna pay for that. Yeah, I know like, that's like it's only it. like. Four bucks or something? I'm and not it's just like, like no. the, thing, the thing that I do 
enjoy is when they give you a free trial. So like that's what I'm gonna do is free right. trial binge it and, and then, then quit. you binge it yeah. and then you quit it and then it's like okay if they have more content <clears throat> that I want to watch then okay maybe I'll go back and I'll pay for yeah, it yeah exactly yeah. but like they have to earn give earn me give money. me a slice of what you you're doing so I can see if I like your show content. me why right. like, show me what I you got gonna, like Netflix is up to twelve now or fifteen uh twelve I believe twelve okay so twelve dollars a month you can watch for basic fucking twenty four seven anything that's on there. Thousand. Think about how many millions of billions of dollars went into creating all of these films and televisions and yeah. animated TV shows that we can watch for $15 for the cost of three coffees a month. And we're talking about how it's too expensive to add on a $4 CISO so that we can watch Harmon Quest, which has been animated, so animation takes hundreds of hours to create. You know what I mean? Like, we're approaching this from a perspective that the media itself, we're expecting it. It doesn't have right. its own inherent value. But then at the same time, we'll go pay $12 to go to the movie theater. You know what I mean? Like I'm, Again, I'm fine with paying for it. That's fine. It's just a matter of, is there enough here for me to pay for it? Like Logan was saying with the CBS, I'm not going to pay with the $6, $8 yeah. for one show. Like At I, that point, I'm not, I can pay $12 for Netflix. Yeah, it's you not could, like the breadth of content isn't there enough for me to value. And I think that's for me, it isn't that there's too many services as much as there's too many ones that don't have enough on them they have one exactly. show that you want yeah and at that point it goes to my whole thing where if there's a show that i want that i can't get on hulu or netflix it's a little frustrating it's frustrating but i know for stuff like archer or like star wars rebels i buy it on itunes and we're recording this before discoveries come out if discoveries on itunes you can bet i'm watching it and i'm not paying cbs for it well i mean cbs is getting money through apple but i'm not buying buying their buying service the Right. But, like, you're buying. How much would it cost to buy the whole season? Probably, they're doing, what, 15 episodes? So you're probably, probably like 20, bucks. 20, 30 bucks. So why don't you just get the subscription service for, like, two and a half months and watch it and then cancel the subscription? Well, because, honestly, what it's going to be is I'll probably watch the first episode, and if I want to keep going, I'll probably want to watch it again. It's Star Trek. Yeah. I like Star Trek. I'm the same way. Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, I could sit there and, like, find probably some other way to do it or pirate it. But I like Star Wars Rebels. I'm going to watch it again. I might as well get it in high quality, pay for it, and be able to watch it again whenever I want. I guess that's a difference. So I'm struggling with this because I'm not a person who collects media. I don't even have music on my phone. I don't listen to music. I just listen to whatever's on the radio. I don't, like, download or, like, buy media, songs, TV, anything like that. I don't have that collection. So I'm always just taking it as they give it to me. Well, part of our issue, too, is that we live in an area where we have no internet connection. Like, it's terrible. It's so bad. So, like, if we don't pay for cable... We can't have TV. We can't stream stuff. Internet's I mean, we can, but it's bad. I'm not going to buy Star Trek Discovery from iTunes. I'm not going to pay for CBS because I already pay so much just to watch other stuff. So when you start calling in friendly favors or you start having everybody like buy one service that you right. can just watch it. Maybe and that's, that's pretty common as I understand it is like yeah. people, I mean, like Share look profiles. at on Netflix, like I'm on your mom's Netflix mm-hmm. account. Files there's like five it. or six profiles yeah. and they're all are different and stuff. So like there's no point in all too. of us paying mm-hmm. for it. Right? right. Yeah. Charles and I share all of our accounts on there. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know anyone that has their own private service of any of these. That's another value of it is that you're paying 6 to $12 a month, but you can split it with at least 10 people. Like, yeah. at max 10 people, right. probably. Have instantly. someone just pay for it each month. Like, right. sure. Done. Like, if me and Logan were like, hey, we both want to watch Discovery, and we split the, the $6 cost or whatever of the app or you know for the service, that's fine. But my thing is just, again, it's the idea of... Here is an app on my iPad or an app on, or just mm-hmm. a thing on, on here that For I'm going show. to click once. 
yeah. a week. And it's not even a CBS app anymore. It's just a Star Trek Discovery yeah. app at this point. Again, it's not so much the money. It's the principle of just like, there's nothing here well, other than this yeah. But I think, you know, you said earlier, Logan, like you remember when you got HBO that initially it was for Game of Thrones, but like that they started to add really good content. Maybe CBS will be the same way where you'll sure. start to find new shows that you like or, you know, like you said, you Maybe I'll ballers, start like, to fall in love with NCIS. Yeah. But I mean, you never know if they're going to put out some new content or if there's something that you didn't know existed. Like, oh, absolutely. There's always yeah. that. Wiggle room. Right as yeah. of right now, yeah. it still kind of stings when it's like I'm only using like yeah. Uh, that happened with uh, with Yahoo Screen. Yeah, but, uh, and Yahoo Screen is I think the big example <laughs> of how to do this wrong. Yeah, and luckily it was free, so I didn't care. But it still bothered me that I had Yahoo Screen everywhere because I wanted to watch Community. Like it was just yeah, and then Community ended, and they had nothing. Nothing, and it died. And I think that's kind of my problem when it comes to a lot of these services and a lot of networks and all these places going like, hey, we're going to create our own services. If you're going to create a service, you better have more than just one thing that is... The golden goose. Yeah. Because if you just have a golden goose and you're not willing to build up a portfolio of things that I might be interested in, I'm not going to go after your golden goose. I feel like kind of what we were getting at is not that there's like too many streaming services, not that it's too expensive. It's just that we kind of want what we already have to be optimized. We want them to be the best they can be, have a good amount of content, you know, and have good ways for us to find new things and just make it the best that it can be. We just, we want to push them to make better content. Like, I don't want to give them $6 and say, it's okay that you're only getting me Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. I don't want to give you my full $6 until you, sh until you show me that you're Get making the best more that than- best you can be, CBS right. champ, yeah. like. Yes. Yeah, and that's, that's the point. Please feel free to leave your comments and thoughts about streaming services at www.teambluepost.com or wherever you happen to catch this episode. Finally, we sit down and discuss what we're up to and cool things we've discovered in New and Notable. I'm super excited for all the new shows going to Disney Channel. I've already been watching The Tangled Show, which is really good. Highly recommend it if you like the film. But they've got the DuckTales show coming out now and Big Hero 6. They look so good. Like, mm. all the clips, the art. I feel like Disney's finally, like, getting its old cartoon roots back. I'm really excited. It's, like, this doesn't tell you. Like, I'm, I'm so excited. This like, being for our audio listeners, yeah. uh, her pointing oh, at a yeah. DuckTales shirt. I think you were saying earlier, Chris, um, having David Tennant. I was oh, like yeah. screwed. Yeah. Absolutely. I was so happy. When they first announced it and the, everything going into it, it was just like, okay, I'm I'm in. Well, and then they're like, oh, also Launchpad's gonna be on there. Oh, and Darkwing Duck and like yes. Gizmo Duck. I'm just like, yes, bring all the ducks, please. <laughs> like, I'm good with this. Yeah. So I'm very excited about all that. My notable thing is a Twitch channel. It's I believe it's Sent Decks. I'm not sure how exactly the guy wants to pronounce. So basically there's an AI driving a car around in Grand Theft Auto. And it's bizarrely interesting to watch because you're you're sitting there you're like oh it's just someone it's just someone driving around but it still can't sometimes tell the difference between the sky and the road or the road and the concrete barrier and all I can do is drive it doesn't break it doesn't stop it doesn't do really anything other than go you start just watching and just getting sucked into this just in the insanity that ensues huh. especially when it starts taking out people or other cars and it starts getting a wanted rating so you have this AI car that like has no idea what's going on and it's getting like shot at by cops and then it's like killing cops because it's like oh here's a stretch of road I can go through and it like knocks the cop over and then it gets another star rating and so it's like this massive amount of chaos surrounding this vehicle that's awesome and it's just really fun to watch so we'll have a link for that in the show notes my new notable is some games that I've gotten into lately so during the steam sale I bought Crypt of the Necrodancer which Love if you don't game. know what it is it's basically it's a roguelike where 
you kind of have to move to the beat of uh, like EDM dance music and, and the monsters all move to the beat too. You have to time your reactions and your movements and stuff because enemies move to the music in different ways. And then I was somewhere where I couldn't like listen to the music. And so I was like, well, shoot, I really want to play a roguelike game. And so I got back into Dungeons of Dreadmore. I highly recommend Very satirical everything is like making fun of the genre in terms of like the crafting materials you know there's like bronze ingots and that kind of stuff but there's also plastic ingots and like <laughs> like in the tooltip says something about like the ancient dwarven plastic miners and so it's, it's very funny so now i'm kind of exploring the the roguelike genre if you haven't check out ftl yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, it's on my list. Mine's, like, I guess a little less fun. Mine's more kind of work-based. So uh, the eSports season's kind of wrapping up to the end of the year where we're starting to get a little bit busy. So I'm starting to do a lot more research, a lot watch a lot more matches. The League of Legends season's starting to wind down to Worlds, which starts around October. Um, so all of their playoffs and seasons are starting to wrap up and sort of get into sort of where teams are going to be for the rest of the year. So it's my time to work and, and stop playing around and start watching what I need to do. Stop playing and start playing. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> stop playing and start watching other people. Start play. watching other people play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's work in there. There's work in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Chris, it's it's purely work. It is. Sure. There's no play. 